This is Homebuyer Talk Radio with your host, Mark Evinger. Now, here's Mark. Hi there, welcome to Homebuyer Talk Radio with Mark and Gasper, where we share important tips and insight to help you make the most of your home buying and selling experience. Coming up on the show today, we're going to talk about five important reasons to use a realtor when selling your home. Gasper is going to share some insight into why and how he started his own successful real estate brokerage from scratch. And we're going to talk with a successful real estate investor, Mr. Ruben Galindo, who's going to share some important tips for people interested in learning how to get started with real estate investing. And finally, we're going to cover some of the most common reasons homebuyer contracts fail. It's going to be a packed show, so we're going to have to stay on schedule. A quick reminder to check out Homebuyer Talk Radio on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual podcast platforms. And you can watch videos of the show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com and, of course, on YouTube. You can find links to everything you need, including our podcasts and social media at homebuyertalkradio.com. All right, so the top five reasons to use a realtor when selling your home. Um, I'm going to go through these real quick, and then uh, we'll kind of break them down and we'll introduce everybody. Um, So for folks who are debating on whether or not to hire a real estate agent to help with the sale of their home, there are a few significant reasons to go with the expert to help with one of the most significant transactions you'll make in your life. Uh, I'm going to run through these top five real quick, and then we'll go back through. So first is pricing your home properly. Um, That's probably more difficult than we realize. Uh, Next is help with marketing your property. Uh, Of course, I think that's why most people probably go with a real estate agent in the first place. Uh, Real estate agents have experience negotiating home sales contracts. Now, this is going to be pretty interesting for me because, uh, again, I think that's going to be more complicated than we realize. Number four, the scale of the transaction necessitates an expert. I can't wait to break this one down. And number five, safety and security. So, uh, of course, we've got Gaspar Fuentes. He's the owner of uh, San Antonio's Finest Realty. Uh, it's a pretty large brokerage firm here in the uh, San Antonio area. Um, and then we also have Mr. Uh, Ruben Galindo. He is a, uh, I don't know how much we say about your your current job, do you tell people what you do, or is it like I do? I do secret stuff. Yeah, sometimes I do. So it do depends on the situation, and the circumstance. Okay, uh, he's a real estate expert. Uh, we'll we'll get to know you a little bit better mm-hmm. here shortly. Um, so, when it comes to pricing your home properly, um, so experienced real estate agents uh, they really understand how to interpret factors when pricing a home, such as taking into consideration the current local market conditions, understanding pricing factors that matter in the existing local market, and weigh the conditions of the property against competing properties. So, uh, Gasper, what do you think is like the number one thing when it comes to pricing your home correctly that uh, that maybe people don't think about or that, you know, as a real estate agent and a broker you bring to the table when you talk to them? When we are approached by uh, a client that wants us to list their property, it's the very first thing that we do. We do a quick uh, preliminary um, uh, market analysis. Uh, it's more of an, it's just a quick uh, uh, search type of estimate. It's not going to be very, very precise to start off with. Until we get more and more into the property, we do the walkthrough and we, we get a better idea of what the product actually is before we can attach uh, what we feel in our opinion is a price there. Now, uh, I like to look at all of these. I, I, I love this, uh, these five questions because um, it's one of the biggest things that realtors uh, contend with out in the market today. And uh, there's something called a FISBO. That's a for sale by owner. Yeah. Uh, for sale by owners really don't like to utilize uh, realtors and the 
99.9% of the time, the reasoning is they don't want to pay a realtor fee. Exactly. But I look at this um, kind of like, uh, um, have you ever ridden a roller coaster, Mark? Yeah. No, okay. I, I've, I've Not been recently, on. recently. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been on three, okay, really big roller coasters in my life. All right. There was one in Disneyland that I can't remember, but it was terrifying. Um, and uh, uh, Rattler. Uh, Back in the day. Sure. Okay. And the Steel Eel. All right. Those are the three that I've been on. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. All right. But just because I've been on those three roller coasters doesn't mean that I'm prepared to go out and build one. Okay. I would not go out and try to build one because of the risks that would be involved with me building my own roller coaster. It's the same thing whenever someone decides not to hire a professional to actually do the job for them. They wind up in the same risk with the same types of risk factors. You can get sued for doing something that you felt was perfectly honest and true. Right. We'll, we'll get into that one a, a yeah. little bit farther down. But when it comes to pricing, it's like um, people, they're like, oh, uh, like a FISBO, uh, somebody who's going to want to sell it their, themselves versus an agent. The agent has access to resources when it comes Correct. to pricing. But it's not just computer work, right? I mean, do they, I mean, is it all computer work or do they? No. Uh, when we go out and we do our uh, preliminary walkthrough of a, of a new home, um, we're gathering information on um, the functionality of the house itself because if you have to walk through a kitchen uh, to get into the master bathroom for some reason like that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Okay, and so it can be fiscally obsolete, uh, um, obsolescent. It may not have the proper layout, uh, and even though it's in a great neighborhood, it may just not fit for most people. So there's going to be issues that uh, are going to be necessary for pricing. Okay. I remember looking at one house and uh, the family had painted the ha- uh, the front room with purple polka dots. And that would definitely need to be something. Well, it wouldn't show well, right? It wouldn't show well. Yeah. yeah. So th- whoever moves into it's going to have to, th- they know they're going to have to come in exactly, and paint. And it affects pricing. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, okay. So we've got basic market research and then we're going to have uh, a walkthrough from the realtor. Okay. Those yes. are, those are two pretty good deals on pricing. Um, so when it comes to marketing, um, you know, real estate agents will have extensive marketing experience with traditional and online marketing strategies that can significantly increase the exposure of the house um, and bring in the best buyers. But on top of that, so the best sales situation is to bring in multiple authors, is it not? I mean, that's like the, the, the key situation because then you have not only backup offers, right, in case the one falls through um, or several fall through, but you also have... Um, a situation where they're competing against each other because they want the home, so the price, they could actually pay more than the asking price. Uh, uh, let me go over to Ruben. So uh, I know you deal primarily in the buyer's market So from as a buyer's agent. So from the buyer's perspective, um, you know, do you have any comments on that or any thoughts on that? Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just like Gasper was saying, the, the, just the functionality of the property is, is so important. Uh, and then another thing that you have to also consider is when we do our initial walkthroughs is to look to see what is the current condition of the home. There's a lot of little things that will make a huge difference on that prospective buyer. So when I go and I show these houses and I'm looking at, at these homes, I'm looking for those little small details that I would be looking at if I was listing the property. Because those things, they can work for you, but it can also work against you. Yeah, absolutely. You. So, uh, Gasper, give me an example of how you, you, your marketing strategy, just real quick, on trying to get in multiple offers. When we uh, put a uh, property in the uh, MLS, um, you can also put instructions to agents 
uh, specifically. And if we know that that property is located in a hot market based upon the data that we've retrieved, sometimes it'll be, you know, days on market, um, you know, seven. And we see something, a really small, shallow number like that, and that's the, the average, and this home is at, the, at, at a good price, um, we'll put that we'll take multiple offers to anticipate that prior to, um, uh, and, and actually putting a, a end date on there. Like say, uh, we will take offers through Monday the 17th. And with that, that builds that anticipation that lets other buyers out there know, hey, we've got to get these offers in today. So this is an example of expertise that a FISBO wouldn't necessarily know about. Correct. Or, right. And they're not going to have the reach to do that either because there's no, nothing to facilitate uh, marketing that property out there online that has the reach that MLS and the other platforms do. Cool. All right. Uh, number, number three here, real estate agents have experience negotiating home contracts. So real estate agents can help you objectively evaluate buyer proposals without compromising your marketing position. This is having somebody do that work for you, right, as your agent. Initial contract offers are only the beginning of the sales process, and there are plenty of stressful pitfalls that can happen, such as problems with appraisals, inspections, financing, and so forth. So um, negotiating home contracts, it's like this is this is more difficult. Is it, is it me or does it seem like this is more difficult than people are going to anticipate? Because there's so many issues that can happen during the negotiation and then the inspection and so forth process. So just give me your quick thoughts on that, Gasper. Well, as the agent, it is your job to manage the transaction. That's truly what you're doing. Uh, and uh, at the beginning, obviously, you're negotiating. You have to negotiate within the legal realms of what you're at, what's accessible. Uh, most people that are trying to do this FISBO don't know what those realms are as far as terms are concerned. So what could be a problem that, that they could find themselves into? Just as a quick example, if somebody doesn't understand the rules, that they make a mistake and now it's costing them hundreds or even thousands of dollars Certainly. or maybe even cost them the deal because they didn't know how to do it. Uh, the delivery of earnest money and option money, okay, uh, those uh, are uh, combined to confined to three days, normally in the terms of most of the contracts. But um, those three days can actually kind of be a little difficult to interpret because if it happens on a weekend, um, title companies aren't open. Oh. But there is a time whenever you turn in that earnest money, if it happens to fall within a certain time where Saturday is counted. Oh, okay. And so that can mess up your days and that can wind up putting one party in breach. And once one party's in breach, the other party has can have their way. Lots of it. options. And it, it, it gets dirty oh if gosh. they know what they're doing. Oh, great example. Great example. I love it. All right. The scale of the trans. This is my favorite one. This is my absolute favorite one. The scale of the transaction necessitates an expert. Selling your home is one of the biggest financial decisions that you'll make. Transactions today are in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, we were talking about that before the show. I mean, $300,000, $350,000 is not unusual in the San Antonio area. So if you had a two hundred dollars or $300,000 income tax problem, would you attempt to solve it without the help of a CPA? I mean, Ruben, what do you yeah. – I mean, right? So, so, yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the other things that we were just talking about is the problems of when you try to go the fiscal route is there's also seller's disclosure that sellers need to uh, disclose. And uh, – Give me an they example. Make, well, every every seller that puts a house in the market, there's a seller disclosure form that's required, and you have to share that with the buyer. Now, if a seller is doing it FISBO, they may not be aware of that. Right. 
And, you know, we've, I've encountered situations where uh, on a listing that I had, the buyer came in with an FHA loan. Well, I was helping an investor, and uh, there's what's called a 90-day flip rule. And uh, my investor happened to fall within that 90-day window. Well, the 90-day uh, flip rule is that a buyer cannot come in on a transaction, not even get it under contract within those 90 days, uh, if this house has has had a change of deed within the last 90 days. So one of the things that I did is because I already knew that ahead of time, I contacted the buyer's agent and said, hey, does your client qualify for a 5% down conventional loan? Because if if your buyer does qualify for that, then we don't have to worry about that 90-day 90, 90 rule. And sure enough, it all worked out. We were able to close 30 days later. Had Had that not occurred then my client would have lost that offer and had to wait, you know, the 90 days if someone else with another FHA loan would have came into the picture. Extremely stressful. I mean, I I tell you what, before I started learning all this stuff and getting to know, you know, real estate agents and and, and lenders and stuff, it's like I would have thought, well, I could do a FISBO. And it's like I have zero desire to get myself involved (laughs) in that. Not only that, but my wife would probably be pretty upset with me um, you know, if something happened and I'm like, well, I didn't know she'd be like, well, that's not acceptable. Right. So, all right. So before we get on the next segment, a quick reminder, to check out our, our list of trustworthy businesses in the home buying and selling and home repair businesses. Uh, go to our website at homebuyertalkradio.com to look for our preferred business network, where you'll find a growing list of companies we have personally vetted and feel comfortable recommending. All right, Gasper. So what do you got for us today? Well, uh, I wanted to share a little bit about our, uh, the roots of San Antonio's Finest Realty and how this endeavor got started. Um, I don't se- uh, tell this story uh, to brag in, in any form or fashion. I, I actually like to tell this story to um, help encourage people that are out there considering uh, starting their first business. Um, and that doesn't have to be real estate. It could actually be any type of business. Um, but, uh, you know, they say necessity is the mother of invention. And... Um, um, when I uh, was going through a divorce back in um, 05, 06, around that time frame, I found myself in a situation where I had to pay child support. And I knew a lot of people that paid child support, and all I ever really heard was them kind of complaining about having to pay child support. So um, I had to make a decision. I could either uh, turn into a complainer and be a victim, or I could uh, find a way to make more money. And so I chose the latter. I chose to educate myself. I chose to push myself. And uh, with a lot of faith, um, I was able to um, get my real estate license and begin to make more money. Um, It was at the uh, uh, beginning of uh, 2011 uh, where I had earned my broker's license and started my company with one agent. And from that day to, t- to today, we've turned that into uh, 86 associates that work with us now. Wow. And um, that's the American dream. It truly is what, what, what it's supposed to be. Um, and uh, it, it doesn't come down to, um, uh, you know, exactly how smart you are. Because I could tell you, I, I graduated from Highlands High School back in 1989. I was at the bottom of my class. I was not very studious to begin with. But... Um, what I didn't have uh, in, in smarts, uh, I made up for in zeal, and I pushed myself uh, and, and built the company, and, and I'm very proud of the people that work for us uh, and the story that it carries, because it, it's, 
it's a, the American dream, and anyone can do it if they try hard enough. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and with that, uh, I'd like to uh, give a little uh, promotion. Uh, if you're looking to buy, sell, or rent your home this year, you want to select the finest real estate company in San Antonio to meet your real estate needs. San Antonio's Finest Realty offers a heroes program that saves local heroes thousands at closing. So if you're a nurse, teacher, fire EMS, law enforcement, or military, call today and ask about our 1% Advantage plan. You can reach us at 210-509-4911. That's 210-509-4911. Or you can visit our website at www.sanantoniosfinestrealty.com. That's San Antonio's Finest Realty. Homes, land, life. And Ruben, you and I have known each other for a very, very long time. Um, we were in the same uh, Air Force unit together, so we're comrades in arms. Um, we have a lot in common, obviously. Matter of fact, we'd be walking down the halls, and I know people would be like, hey, uh, Sergeant, <laughs> Sergeant Galindo, and it would be me. I know they called you Sergeant Galindo's a couple of times. But our next guest specializes in real estate investing, uh, he's got 25 years of military service. He's also got 20 ne- 29 years as a law enforcement officer. 25 of those were are with uh, Department of Public Safety. And he's got five years in real estate with San Antonio's Finest Realty. Um, welcome to the show, Ruben. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We're going to go over a couple of questions. Let me just run through these here real quick. Um, we want to talk about the different types of real estate investing that's out there. Um some of the new things that uh, investors could learn, how they could learn basic skills, uh, who to connect with. Mm-hmm. Also, we want to talk about that. And we want to talk about uh, you know, financial planning for an investor mm-hmm. and what the best attributes are that an investor can possess. So, so Ruben, well, there's a lot of different types of real estate investing out there. So how do you know what type really to get into? So, you know... I, I get a lot of calls uh, from just various folks that want to talk about uh, real estate investing. And one of the one of the first things that I ask is, what what are your goals? What is it that you're looking to do? What is your ultimate goal? Because that's going to be very important. You know, there's some that want to go ahead and and try to get capital quick. You know, quick quick money. Well, for that, you know, you, you may want to look into a fix and flip. You know, some folks want to have. They're thinking long term. They're thinking that they want to have passive income when the day comes that they are going to retire. Or maybe they want to transition into leaving that eight to five job and get into a business where you are investing in real estate and now that becomes your income, right? So there's just so many things that have to, you know, you need to think about before you get started and decide which route you're going to go. Because you have, you know, you have buy and hold, which is what I do. I have rental properties. You have fix and flip. That's another form of investing. You know, you have self-storage. You know, that that's real big. Um, I don't have any experience in that, but I, I've connected with a lot of folks that do that kind of stuff. You know, there's commercial properties. You know, there's there's some of that. There's uh, you can become in and this. We'll talk about this in a little bit more on the lending side, but you can be a private private money uh, uh, also lender. Mm-hmm. That that's another form. You can uh, do what's called um, a joint ventures. You know, if you are an accredited investor, you can be part of those type of deals. So there's, there's various things that you can do. It all depends how much do you want to be involved and what are your long-term goals. So they should really uh, do the research, right, to figure out what really attracts them because it's like they say uh, um, you uh, uh, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life, right? right. Yeah, yeah. That's, 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Yes, sir. Um, so what are some of the ways that a new investor could learn more about uh, the basic skills necessary to get started in real estate investing? Well, first and foremost is you got to get some, some, at least some knowledge, some foundational knowledge. You know, there's a lot of books out there that you can read. Uh, one of the books that I read was, uh, and this, if you listen to any podcast that deals with real estate investing, you're going to hear the book by Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, mm-hmm. Poor Dad. Yeah. And that is, that's a huge book. It, uh, it really talks about the benefits of investing. And the, so that, you know, reading, reading, there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of YouTube videos. For those who don't like to read. Right? <laughs> yeah, for those who podcasts. don't like to read, right? There's audiobooks. <laughs> you don't have to read. You don't you know? have to read if you, you don't. Know, you, there's audiobooks out there. There's so many things that you can do. Another thing is you can look for the local meetups. There's, there's local meetups here in San Antonio, and you can become a member. You know, there's some that they do charge, but there's some that are absolutely free. So you start increasing your network there. You start meeting other people and you start building more and more knowledge. And, you know, networking is powerful, very, very powerful. And you, if you can get to the point where you connect with those right individuals, you can really make it work because that's exactly what I did. So if our, if our listeners are wanting to maybe venture out into becoming investors themselves, should they get a hold of, of a realtor? Absolutely. Absolutely. Why, why should they do so, that? So here, here's something that I want to make sure that I emphasize. Uh, not, not taking away, um, not wanting to say anything against your, you know, your average real estate agent because there's some great ones out there. But you need to have an agent that is real estate investing savvy because there's a lot of factors that come into play like I just talked about the 90-day flip rule. Mm-hmm. You're, you're nor, most agents are not aware of that, but I've experienced that situation in the past. So the client I was representing was an investor, and when they came to me with that, with that contract on an FHA loan, I was able to remedy that situation. And because the buyer's agent had no idea, had not, no idea that that was even an issue. So you need to... Uh, a real estate agent that is investor savvy is also going to know about your lending. You know, that is huge as well. When you start accumulating more than one property, because people ask me, how do you do that? I mean, do you make millions and millions of dollars a year? How, do, how can you have five, six, seven properties financed under your just your income? Well, I've learned how to offset that, you know. Uh, I understand now what lenders will consider to be able to wash out that that mortgage payment that you're paying on that investment property. I And I've also learned what is required on what's called cash reserves. Mm-hmm. As you start accumulating more and more properties, that percentage starts to increase. And those are the things that an agent who is investor savvy, he's going to be able to prepare you for that because you don't want to get yourself under a contract. And then when you get to the lending portion and underwriters start asking for all this data, all this information, and you're not prepared, that deal is going to fall through. And you're just going to set them up for failure at that point. And, and I can tell you, uh, I, I have 15 years in the business, and uh, it truly is investment uh, properties truly is a, a specialty inside our specialty. I have uh, three investment properties myself, mm-hmm. but I don't venture out further than those three. It's like it's like being in the, in the shallow end of the pool all the time, right. just, just where I'm comfortable. And it's like we said earlier, it's really what you love, you know, and um, you know that uh, I refer all (laughs) my investor clients straight over to you um, uh, because I know that you're the best at at doing what you do. 
So um, how do people get uh, financing uh, financing uh, planned out for this type so, of So again, depending on the type of real estate investment strategy that you're using, you know, uh, let's say you're in fix and flipper. Obviously, some of the homes are in a certain condition that your normal conventional process may not work. If it's missing the kitchen, if it's missing the bathroom, chances are your typical lender is not going to approve that. So therefore, now you have to seek other forms of financing. And, and that's where hard money loans come in, right? Got it. You go to a hard money uh, loan company. Uh, maybe you have a family member or, you know, other friends that are private lenders. You know, that's another way of obtaining some money to, to help you with the process. How can our listeners get in touch with you? Uh, they can contact me at 210-275-0791. Uh, they can also go to my website at www.sanantonioRealEstateInvestors.com. Again, that's www.sanantonioRealEstateInvestors.com. Outstanding. Thank you so much, Ruben. Uh, folks, if you're uh, an agent looking for sponsorship, look no further than San Antonio's Finest Realty. Our company can provide you with training, mentorship, low fees, and three generous commission platforms to qualify from. Call me today at 210-332-0161 and become part of the San Antonio's Finest Realty family. Call Gasper today for more details at 210-332-0161, Homes Land Life. Great segment. I learned a lot in that. And, and again, it goes right back to what we were talking about earlier about, well, if you're going to do business in real estate, right, in these large transactions, you need to have some help. You need to have an expert and an expert in the field in which you're moving. I, that's really what stood out for me was if you're going to invest in real estate, you need to be working with an agent that knows that world. So great segment. Thanks a lot, Thank Ruben. You. I appreciate that. Um, a quick shout out to our sponsor for the show, Krukus Marketing Agency, who specializes in using social media to help real estate agents find new clients who want to sell their homes. If you're a real estate agent or broker looking to increase your business, head on over to Krukus.com to schedule a 15-minute demo to see how their program works and how it can help you start closing more deals. Once again, that website is Krukus.com. That's C-R-U-K-U-S.com. I know we're running close on time here. We've got about a minute left, so I'm going to do the show wrap-up. Um, the top re- three reasons that contracts fail, we'll have to move to the next segment. Um, so as we wrap up the show, a quick reminder to check out our latest podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the usual podcast platforms. Also, you can find video versions of the show on our website at homebuyertalkradio.com. And I think that's going to be it for us. You guys have a great week, and we'll see you on the next one. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.